we are back this one time in real estate. What number is it? Episode 44. Episode 44. And that's season one still. Yep. Season one. What do you got for me? So this is actually very exciting because we have a listener request uh, that is wondering. They really appreciate the entrepreneurial spirit of my co-host, Mark Gelman. And uh, there is a story to be told about our Annex Workspace mailboxes. And I wanted you to tell basically where the where the idea came from and then how you've rolled it out. Awesome. Yeah, it's a great opportunity. People to figure out another source of income. Pillars of income is a beautiful thing. And so when Sarah mentioned, we're at the Annex Workspace. The Annex Workspace is about a 6,500 square foot building and it's a co-working space. So not only does the Gelman team have space, but we have conference rooms for rent. We have private offices for rent and they're all filled. And then we have this cool little thing. I think as of today, I just counted, we have 46 physical addresses. So instead of uh, that, that are that are essentially mailbox only, but they're a physical address. So it's the address of our building in a suite number. And it really originated and it's interesting because like anything, we've talked about a lot of different things that if you do it consistently enough, great things happen. Well, in this case, it came to me consistently people asking, do I handle a mailbox, a physical address only? First person, no, nah, doesn't sound like something I want when they came in. Second person, do you do this? No, I'm good. And then by about the fifth person, I said, there must be something to this. I didn't know what there was to it. I knew that there was like a P.O. box because I've always had a P.O. box, but I didn't realize about the business of having physical suite numbers where mail's delivered, but there is no office and these individuals have no access to the building. And so about the fifth or sixth one, I'm like, yeah, there must be something to it. So if you were to fast forward today, and again, I have in excess of 40 today, and that's probably within the last eight months. My goal, though, is to build that to over 100. And the beauty of it, it's a mail room. I use Uline. Uline, I'm sure you've got, have you ever gotten a Uline catalog? Mm, I think I've seen them before in like other jobs, like the th really thick, like they sell everything they sell mailbox ev related. Well, not mailbox, just office? anything. Yeah, okay. office, yeah, yeah, yeah. warehouse, yep. shelving. And when you say a thick magazine <laughs> or a thick like catalog, it is ridiculous because I get one about every month and I, I don't even know the cost of it, but like anything, they're evaluating their business, we're going to send out X amount of these catalogs. Mm -hmm. Our average order from the catalogs is X and does it make sense? It's yeah. a return on investment. Mm -hmm. So I ordered mailbox shelving from Uline. Now, by the way, I get catalogs, I get emails, I get, I get everything. <laughs> but the point is, is the beauty of it is that the real estate related to it is, it, it, it's, can be as much as you want. It, it doesn't, it just takes up additional space, 
but you don't have to add a addition on. We are finitely constrained in this building by X amount of offices. Mm-hmm. The only way we could expand is up. And I don't even know if they'd allow that. I think they would. But we can't go out because we don't have more land. So we could go up. But then to go up the cost. You know what I do? I can go up in the mailbox physical address world. And I've already done that. I stacked a 12 on top of a 12. And you, I'm, I'm leading you. Do you know what the next will be on top of? Like maybe 10? Oh, see, that's interesting. 12? Out of curiosity. <laughs> so we're like, by the way. This is interesting. See, out of curiosity, we stacked a 12 on top of a 12. Why a 10? Well, because I'm just thinking we're coming off of pie day. And so there's only so many pies you can stack before it's a bad idea. So I was thinking maybe the weight of another 12. I'm trying to also visualize the space, but it's probably a 12. But I was just thinking, do you do a 10 at that point to make it less? Of an issue. Like, what if it fell on somebody? By the I'd way, be worried I, about that. I love it. See, she's <laughs> thinking. That's the beauty. Now, by the way, they've made these so that you can take the 12 mailbox. Yep. And there's holes on the thick. bottom. Oh, so and smart. Then smart. you screw them together. Mm-hmm. But now you may ask, well, what if the hole then, <laughs> if it's four 12s, there's 48 and they fall. No, because then we attach it to the wall. You know, what do they call that? And like, we used to get dinged on that on inspections. When you'd like uh, a counter or like a, a dresser. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anti-tip. That? Yeah, anti-tip. Yeah. Or yep. like, uh, 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 what else? Uh, like on You're gas inspections, the stove. Yeah, and you yep. Yeah. yeah, see anti-tip. So it's funny how we went from physical <laughs> mailboxes to a stove anti-tip device. But here's the cool thing. So yeah, it, it's a brilliant, brilliant idea. And this is the key. And I know that you hosted yesterday a marketing 101 on the branding, for example, of Gelman team of a real estate agent. Here's the thing. Once I started getting traction with this, the next thing I did is I started marketing it. Mm -hmm. And like anything, good idea was validated by demand. Many people come up with a business that they don't know that there's a demand and they're disappointed because they have all the passion in the world for their idea, but nobody wants their idea. I reverse engineered it and I kept getting a demand. Mm -hmm. So then I said, I have to build it, which is a really a safer way to go because when there's already demand, and you build it then, you already know there's a built-in demand, which totally. is great. Yeah. And so that's just one example of uh, what we've done. Uh, think outside the box. It's pretty cool. Well, and then obviously the Annex Workspace is, of, is the first example, which you didn't really speak to, but that also is very brilliant, um, I guess, concept. It is. Well, in, and again, um, it works well for any business that has a bigger space than they need. Mm-hmm. And in this case, we have a bigger space than we need. And I don't know why you're shaking your head. It's fine. There we go. I think we're hearing because I'm seeing it going up and down. Okay. So Sarah, as a side note, is shaking her head. And I don't know what she's, because she, she, as a side note, shakes her head at me at least <laughs> six times plus a day. And that's just because I sometimes... 
um, as my daughter likes to say, I don't always read the room. And she's just, is that what you're doing when you shake your head? Do you just watch me uh, with, uh, you know, make sure I'm in, under control? <laughs> Sometimes I am just wanting, so, well, I like to think we're very aligned and in sync most of the time. And sometimes I worry about people that don't know you, not knowing that you're joking or that you're being sarcastic or <laughs> just whatever the case may be. So I'm, I'm like working as a... Like, I want them to know through you, if that makes sense. Oh, but like you're like the buffer. Correct. Well, kind of, yeah, I guess. I don't know. But, yeah, no, I need to. So, it's funny. So many people lately have been mentioning my head shaking. I got to stop. Like, I want, it's so funny. I think it's a Zoom-related kind of, like, uh, symptom. Because when when you're presenting on Zoom, you want people to, to be listening and, like, actually in tune. And so, I, I'm, like, nodding. And so, I don't know. But it's a problem. But, um, but no, the annex is a, is a great story. And it's funny, actually, just as a side note. We have not talked about this, but I was thinking the other day because there, we're seeing all these storage, there's, there's a ton of storage units, whatever they're called, going up in South County and where I live. And, um, it's kind of, to me, it's, it's a little bit sickening just cause I'm like, man, what a market for people where you're essentially almost taking advantage of them because they, they're so tied to things that they couldn't envision throwing them away when, it's just a whole thing. And I was thinking, I wonder if there's a market for going into these people's houses and helping them to sell or get rid of the things so that they're not having to pay to store them monthly. Like, is that a, because you see the demand because there's all these places going up. Anyway, it was so funny that I, I just think about Mark, Mark said something really profound one time where he was like, now that you've opened your eyes to all this stuff, you're not going to be able to not see stuff. And so now I feel like I look around and I'm like, what? Like you're just analyzing everything differently. It's it's funny. But it's interesting. So the co-working space mm-hmm. is built out of what happened three years ago with work at home and the evolution. But there's still tenants in this building that want to leave their home, mm-hmm. professional environment. And so here's the other thing. Everything's built out of something. We go to your storage units. Storage units are built out of the correlation to massive apartment buildings going up all over. Mm-hmm. People are downsizing into those apartments. Apartments have very little storage. So there are some people that ultimately will move into a house that have storage. There's people that have moved out of their offices. Mm-hmm. My first, and, and we don't probably have time, but I go way, way back from the internet world Mm -hmm. and I shipped shoes. My first office was a storage unit. That's where I shipped. I stored all the inventory. And then I worked my way up to, in our city, a building office in the front, warehouse in the back, because I got bigger. But my first, first place that I worked out, I was running a business out of the storage unit in Chesterfield. All I would go is I'd roll it up, I'd pick all the orders out of the quote warehouse, which was a storage unit, and I'd fulfill them. That's so interesting. Not something I would have thought would be uh, stored in a storage unit. That's interesting. Thank you for that perspective. I don't know. It's working, girl. All right. I'm good. It I'm, is. I, she's still worried. Our first episode she, with technical difficulties, we're no, doing pretty good. I don't think we're having technical okay. difficulties. You may be. 
but it's working. Okay. I promise you. Okay. I, I believe it. But um, yeah, I think that the, the inspiration here is that there's a lot of ways to do a lot of different things. Yeah, totally. And so with that being said, this whole mailbox, cool. Yeah. Co-working, cool. Storage, I love. We will reserve a whole special we maybe we could bring a, a specialist in the uh in the storage business but i love storage units it is brilliant it is an apartment building where they don't sleep it's the same idea so in apartment buildings we look at every door as a value but they sleep there they use the shower and the toilet and there's issues the beauty of a storage unit, most of them, unless it's an interior that's air conditioned and other, most of them are exterior. Your only problem's going to be the garage door doesn't properly go up or down. And by the way, there's no garage door opener. It's all manual. Right. And so the point is, is I have used storage units over the years for numerous, numerous things. So hopefully we inspired a listener to maybe get into one of these other businesses, reach out to us. Don't hesitate. I vetted them out. I've looked at them. I love them. Are we okay on this? Oh, yeah, we are. Go find a way to make money. 